want to encourage us this morning. As Malcolm alluded, I, I really sense Holy Spirit wants to do things a little bit different here today because I just love New Year's. I love New Year's. It's, it feels fresh. It feels like a new start. And what a better day to have than um, to release the prophetic anointing in this house. And so I want to encourage us as we worship, if God gives you a picture, if God gives you a word, if God gives you uh, an encouragement, um, an, a scripture, anything in, in, in the spirit that you believe would be encouraging and building us up for 2017, I want to encourage you, just come and whisper in my ear and, um, and just run it by me so that we can just have the flow and we have, we have order like the Holy Spirit likes us to have. But um, just as we worship, just be open to the Holy Spirit to show you things about this year that He might want to share with you, but maybe He also wants to share with us as, um, as a community. So, um, yes, so our Father, I just want to release, Lord, your gifts in this house today, Lord God. Lord, your gift of prophecy, Lord God, word of knowledge, Lord God, the gift of healing, Lord God, whatever you want to do, Holy Spirit, come and do what you want to do here today. Father, I release boldness and courage, Lord God. Lord, for us to be bold and to bring what you lay on our hearts today, to bring, Lord God, to this community, Jesus. And we just thank you and we, we are confident in your goodness to us today. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. into this year and we just take a stand now we take a stand in Jesus name that victory is ours this year hope is here new life is here in Jesus name it can't touch us anymore shame discouragement depression hurt anxiety Fear, it, do, it can't touch you anymore. It's a new year. It's a new day. It's a new day. Victory is ours. Victory is ours. Hallelujah. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. 
There is not a man or beast, nothing on the land or underneath, nothing that could ever come between the love you have for me. I could lay my head in Sheol. darkest evil There is not a place that could escape you Your heart won't stop coming after me Your heart won't stop coming after me Your heart won't stop coming after coming after me Sing that again, your heart Your heart, your heart won't stop coming. 
have a sense there's someone here this morning that actually feels that um, you just said in your head that God would never chase me. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not significant enough. I'm not important enough. I just want to say to you right now, whatever that is in your head, it's a lie. It's a lie, lie from the enemy. God will always chase after you. His heart is that none should perish. And he wants everyone not just to come to the knowledge of salvation, but he wants everyone to come to know him as the father that he is. As the friend that he wants to be to each and every one of us today. So I want to break this in the spirit realm over anyone that felt like that in the name of Jesus. Father, I break off, Lord God, this unworthiness, Lord God. I break off, Lord God, this, this lie of the enemy that we're not good enough. I break off the lie that we are not important enough to God. I break off the lie of the enemy that says that I don't have much to give, I don't have much to offer, I don't have much value. God says you are more than enough. You are created in my image. You are created in the image of your Father. You are created in the image of Jesus. And Holy Spirit is living inside of you. You are worthy. You are worthy of the Father's love today. I decree this over you today. You are worthy of the Father's love today. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it. We just receive it. And so, Father, we receive your truth today that we are loved by you and that you do chase after us, God. As we chase after you, you chase after us, God. Because we are your sons and your daughters. In Jesus' name.
that I want to share what God gave me yesterday. And truly, He is our future. Truly, the name of Abraham and the Hebrew that he became meant crossing over. We are crossing over. We are a church worldwide crossing over into the promises of God. And I want to say that every person in this building has a promised land. It's like everyone has a home. Everyone has land. Not all of us own it yet. But there are promises this year for each one of you. And God wants you to know that there is the power in Him to make it happen. And whatever dreams and whatever promises that you have, continue to stand. Because Abraham was a man of faith. And whatever we stand on can come to pass as we persevere. For it is by perseverance and faith that we inherit the promises. And God said, this is a year where I want you to believe. I want you to have faith the things that I have placed in your heart that I have said about your life for I am building your land and your promises because whatever comes through faith is your victory it is the victory of God through us into the earth to bring the kingdom he says cross over have faith to cross over do not stay in the past but believe him and understand and believe his love for us that we each have a promised land and He is fighting for us. He is fighting for us. Cross over. Cross over. I wonder if we can each just take a step. So in a minute, I want us to just think in our hearts, what is it in this year that we need to cross over? And then I want us to take that step. So let's just think for a second and then I'll say go.
go. Don't forget this moment. Stand strong in what has happened right up until December 31st, 2017. You've stepped into something. It's new, it's different, it's fresh, it's now, and it's solid. you write that down whatever God just spoken to you about and whatever it is that you step into I want to encourage you write it down in a journal write it down on a piece of paper put it on your fridge and just behold it every day look at it and just believe just believe put your faith in the promise of God and believe thank you
seen in my heart, there's fireworks that were going off. And it's pretty fitting. Last night we had fireworks going off all along the Gold Coast where we're celebrating 2016 and all that it held. And But I seen fireworks going off and I felt like the Lord was saying, I'm celebrating our community. I'm celebrating this place right here, our community. And then I seen a table that was laid out and it had drinks on it. I had drinks laid all over the table. And I felt like the Lord said, this is the year where I want to teach you how to drink of my spirit. I want to teach you how to drink. I want to teach you how to be the best receivers that you can be. The best receivers of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to prophetically just pick up that glass right now. I want you to envision this with your eyes closed. We are prophetically picking up this glass that the Lord has laid before us. Just as a Samaritan woman, he said, He who drinks of me will never thirst again. We will never thirst again, church. Come on. Let's receive in this moment of worship. Let's receive the Lord's word to us in this season. In this year of 2017, church, we are going to drink of his spirit. We are going to receive. Just pick up that glass. Begin to drink of His Spirit. Begin to receive through every part of your being. You're receiving. You're receiving. You're receiving. You're receiving. Drink. Yes, Lord. We thank You that You're going to teach us how to drink this year. We thank You that You're going to teach us how to receive, God. We want more, Lord. We want more. We want more in this year, God. Teach us how to break out, God. How to receive, Lord Jesus. Just thank you, Father. Just continue to receive, church. Let this be something that the Holy Spirit teaches you in this year. To lift your hands. To open the doors of your heart. To open the doors of your ears to receive the word of the Lord, to let it become cellular in your being. Let it live and camp up on the inside of you. Father, we honor you. We honor your presence. Thank you that you're celebrating us this morning. You're celebrating us. Father, we ask for more. Fill us, God. Fill us. Fill us. Keep drinking, guys. Keep drinking. Keep drinking. Keep drinking. Keep drinking. Let it overflow. Let it overflow in tongues. Let it overflow in praise. Let it overflow in thankfulness. Thank you, God, for teaching us. to me come to me come to me you are heavy laden come drink life's water free Come to me, who are heavy laden. 
Come and drink life's water free. Come to me, who are heavy laden. Come and drink life's water free. No, um, Sandra had a word just before she brought to me about burdens being lifted. And there's the scripture in Isaiah 10 where it talks about the, the anointing destroying the yoke. You know what? When you get intoxicated in the world, you forget about all your troubles. You forget about all your burdens. And that's what happens in the spirit. When we, get, when we drink of the presence of God, when we drink in the Holy Spirit, He lifts our burdens. He lifts all the troubles go. And His peace comes. And that's what's here right now. It's a peace of God that is just, just permeating us. The peace of God permeating us as we continue just to drink in His presence. To just fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with Holy Spirit. He's our friend. He's closer than a brother. He lifts up earth. Come to me, who are heavy laden. Come to me, drink. Come to me, who are heavy laden. Stir it up in our hearts, Lord. 
all I want this year is more and more grace. Because grace is power, power to love. Grace is power, power to not be judgmental. Grace is power, power to see with the eyes of Jesus. Power to not be hasty in my reactions. Grace, I just want more grace this year because grace is the gift of joy. Grace means charis. Charis is joy. Charis is a gift. I just want more and more grace. And like the word said before, just drink. Drink of that grace because His grace is sufficient for you. And His power is made perfect in weakness. And when we are weak, He is made strong. So don't look to things of this world. Don't look to your own strength. Look to the grace of Jesus. That is power in our lives. for his grace now and just drink of his grace just receive his grace for his grace will change you his grace will change your situation just surrender now to his grace for his grace is made perfect in weakness
If you want, just hold out your hands one more time as if you were to receive something. <laughs> gifts. We all received gifts in the last few days. Isn't it wonderful to receive gifts? And the Father has so much more gifts to give to us. And so whatever it is this morning that's been declared and prophesied and the words brought forward, whatever is yours, just receive it into your spirit. Just receive it into your heart. Father, we receive this morning from you the gifts that you have for each and every one of us today. Father, we receive your goodness. We receive your grace. We receive your peace. We receive your love. Lord, so that this year, Lord God, we can be strengthened in our innermost being so that we can do the life that you want us to live. We can live in the power that is available to us because of what you've given to us, God. We thank you for your word, for your truth. Lord, that when we believe, Lord God, the truth will set us free. And so, Father, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the blessings, for the favor, for all that you have given us, Lord God. We are truly thankful. We are grateful. And we give you all the glory. We'll give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. It all belongs to you. It all belongs to you, Jesus. This community belongs to you, Jesus. We belong to you, Jesus. We are yours. And we give you our all today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may... Sorry. You all know the, the account of Elijah. Elijah, and he, and he uh, took on darkness head first. He took on the prophets of Baal. Do you remember that account? He went face to face with darkness, and uh, he took him out. He stood his ground. God empowered him, and he, and he stood his ground, and he took those guys out. And he, he was filled with the Spirit of God. He was filled with power, and he was filled with might. And then Jezebel got word of what had happened and she sent out a threat to Elijah and she said Elijah I'm going to do to you what you did to my prophets and so in a moment of complete fear and confusion Elijah he ran he forgot what God had done in that very moment extraordinary moment and he ran he ran for the hills. And he stopped. He was weary and he was out of strength. And he, and he parked himself under a little juniper tree. And he said, this is it, God. I'm done. I'm done. I can't go any further. I've got nothing left. Take my life. 
an angel turned up and he, with bread and, and water and he said, hey, mate, eat this. We've got a barbie. Threw some prawns on the barbie. Eat this. This will give you some strength. And he did that. And he felt that he needed to go and spend time with the Lord. And so he did. He made it to Mount Horeb. He made it to the place of worship and he, he stuffed himself in the cave. And God turned around to him and he said, Son, what are you, do- what are you doing here? Well, Elijah said, Well, I'm the, I'm the only one left. I'm it. There's no more. I'm the only one. The, the, the sons of Israel have turned their back on you and I'm the only one left. That's it. And if I'm the only one left, this, uh, this business that you've got, this plan you've got is going to fail. And so God began to show him his might and his strength. The word says that he, he stood the mountain and then a great and strong wind was rendered in the mountains and it broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord wasn't in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a gentle blowing. That still, small voice. As I began to uh, pray about that word the Lord was sharing with me. It's amazing what fear does to us. You know, fear can render us useless. Fear can convince us that we're all alone. Fear will steal the promises of God straight out of our hearts. Fear will back us into a dark corner and make us think there's no hope. There's nothing left Fear will fill your heart with shame. And I know in my heart when I prayed about the community and all of you, I believe that the Lord has shown you moments where the earth has quaked and He's been in that. And I believe that the Lord has shown you moments where He's been in the fire. And I believe that He's shown you those moments where it seemed like time stood still. But I believe that 2017 is a new year. And my word is twofold. It's an encouragement. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. The Lord asked Elijah again, Why? What what are you doing here? For the second time, Elijah answered the Lord and he said, Well, I'm the only one here. All the prophets are gone. The children of Israel have turned from you. I'm the last one. But see, God wasn't asking Elijah why he was here. He was asking him, what are you doing here? So my question to you this morning is, what are you doing here? What are you doing in the house of God here? No matter what you've walked through in 2016, no matter what this last year has brought you, you may even be still sitting under that juniper tree. 
beaten up and convinced that you're the only one. I've got to tell you that if you allow negative thinking into your mind, into your heart, everything that you look at is going to seem much worse than it is. Fear overtakes you. Romans 8 says that who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. And friends, I'm here to tell you this morning that you are justified. Today we can draw a line in the sand, but see, God did that 2,000 years ago when His Son hung on a cross. He drew a line in the sand and He said, It's done. It's finished. Fear is gone. The Lord is calling His holy body, this body, in this location, not to look in 2017 through eyes of fear. Don't look at this year through fearful eyes. I can tell you the Lord already has been to the end of this year and back and He's saying to you, it looks good. And the promises for you are yes and amen. Joshua said in 1.9, he said, the Lord said to Joshua, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not tremble or be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I have a a word for the community. It's in Jeremiah 29.7. For Mal and Edie and, and also Brad. Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for it is in its welfare that you will have welfare. That word is really extraordinary because that That Hebrew uh, word for I have sent you into exile is actually the word in Hebrew. It's galah. Isn't that funny? It's galah. But also that that word galah also means this. It means revealed, uncovered, and opened. And I believe that the Lord has set the community on a straight path. He has uncovered, revealed a place in this city where He has called you to look into this year, not through eyes of fear, but through eyes of courage and boldness and conviction that God has gone before you and He's made your path straight. Amen. So He is speaking to us in a small, still voice this morning. The Holy Spirit is saying, as God said to Elijah, go, return. Return to that thing that God has called you to. That thing that you let go because you were afraid. And and anoint. Fulfill the call of God on your life. And do what He's called you to do. God is saying, uh, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Guess what? You're not alone. He has thousands that that have not bowed down their knee to darkness. God has commissioned you again for this year. This is a new year. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Paul. Wow. How awesome is God, hey? I just want to affirm Paul and confirm God's been speaking to me about fear last night. And I made a and I made a crossover this morning. I crossed out of fear into faith because stuff stuff happens in our lives and fear creeps in really quickly and it 
it gets into us quicker than we can get it out of us. And so I just want to encourage you. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up really quickly for today. <clears throat> I preached a couple of weeks ago on the year that this year I believe we're going to have in 2017, a year of blessing and favor and victory. We also ride into the Hebrew year of 5777. And the Hebrew year 577 is the year of the ruling sword. And so I want to encourage us that, yes, we live by the Spirit, but we also live by the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And that Word is alive. Living by the Word, abiding in His promises, loving truth and believing truth. And one of the truths that Jesus highlighted to me again last night was the truth of living loved. Living loved. That's all we need. The Beatles summed it up. All you need is love. It's a truth. Let me read it to you. Again, I want to read from Romans 8. Who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love towards us. Troubles. Anybody got troubles? Precious. Anybody got precious? And problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No, for they're all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. Yet even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God has made us to be more than conquerors. And His demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I am convinced that His love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken His love. There is no power above or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love which He lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. Living loved this year is the power for us to live as sons and daughters. Confident that there is absolutely nothing in this world that can, could ever come between us and God. See, the Father never withdraws His love. The, the Father never withholds His love. He made a covenant of love with us, sealed with the precious blood of Jesus. An everlasting covenant that can never be broken. Living loved. Living knowing that God has placed eternity in our hearts and that the kingdom of God is within us. Living blessed this year to be a blessing. We choose blessing. We choose life. We live obedient life. Obedient lives to the Word of God, to what God says. How the Spirit leads us. How the Spirit guides us. We follow the Holy Spirit. We don't follow religion. We don't follow a man. We don't follow um, the world. We don't, definitely don't follow our politicians. We follow 
the Holy Spirit. We follow God and we live obedient lives. And we live generous lives. We live generous lives. We give because we're loved. Because He has lavished His love upon us. It's abundant. There's more than enough for us. There's more than enough love for us so that we've got enough to give away. I'll let Mel and then I'll finish up. The, um, the encouragement I want to bring is, is um, just in regards to this year. You know, when you um, get in these roller coaster rides, there's this strap that comes down and it keeps you in the seat. Without that strap, there's every possibility that you're going to be thrown out of that, that ride. Well, the sense I have for 2017 for this church is to put on your safety belt. Put on your seat belt. We're going places where we've never gone before. We are stepping into new ground that we've never taken before. Um, it's scary, but we'll do it afraid. We do it in faith. Some of us might be afraid, so we'll do it afraid because we've never been that way before. But our trust is in someone so much greater than what we could ever achieve on our own. Our trust is in someone who knows our end from our beginning. And our end is so much greater than our beginning. I truly believe that. And so, you know, cast fear out. Put on love. Live loved. Put your seatbelt on. And enjoy the ride. I heard at the beginning in the worship, uh, set your benchmark higher. And then I saw uh, like an escalator or a travelator going along with all these different tools on to fly. It was uh, skateboards, all extreme sports, whatever you know. And Jesus was standing there and he went, every time something came, he just, no. And then along came a ride. (laughs) <laughs> just like you see at SeaWorld, etc., etc. And Jesus stood there and he opened the gate and he said, so he said, get on this ride, right? Because I'm in control of this ride. Every other sport, every other thing he showed us was man control. But the ride that he wants us is to have a benchmark that's more than we could ever dream or hope or believe. And every one of us has those moments of doubt and moments where we don't think, where will we go next? But he's always up above us. He's always there. And when the pastor gets something that I had too, it makes me feel real good. <laughs> Wonderful. I want to highlight three more things really quickly. In Matthew, when Jesus taught on the Sermon of the Mount, he said three things. Well, he said more than three things, but three things I want to highlight. He says, when you pray, when you give, when you fast. He didn't say if. If you pray, if you give, if you fast. He says when. Which means 
that he's expecting us to do those kind of things. Now, we don't do them out of legalism. We do them out of love because we love him. Because we love him, we pray. Because we love him, we give. Because we love him, we fast. Now, fasting is, if you don't know, fasting is not eating food. You're fasting food. Now, for some of you, that might be a real scary thing. Um, For some of you, not so scary. But I felt the Lord say to me this morning, he wants us to do three prophetic acts. Um, Well, one of them is coming next week, but um, he wants us at the beginning of of the year to do three things. He wants us to pray this morning a prayer of dedication, that we dedicate ourselves to the joyride that he has for us, that we dedicate ourselves today to cross over, that we dedicate ourselves today to come out of fear, to dedicate ourselves to come into this um, expectant place when we worship, that we come expecting. It's, it takes dedication. It's not just going to happen because we're choosing. We're choosing, and it's not just going to happen. The grace is not just going to come on us. We have to receive it. You know, those kind of things we have to choose. And some of us have to choose that maybe every day of our lives. Every day we have to choose to live in grace. Every day we have to choose to live by the Holy Spirit. Because the world bombards us and our flesh bombards us. So anyway, so we're gonna, I want to pray a prayer of dedication this morning. I also want us to take up an offering on the first day of this year. I, wanna, I believe God wants us to take up a special offering where we say, God... I'm giving unto you today. I'm giving into this year. I'm giving into your kingdom. I'm giving into our community so that God's kingdom will be established, so that God's kingdom will advance. And you are sowing seeds to be part of that. So we pray a prayer of dedication. We do something practical by giving, by giving into the offering that we're going to take up now so if the ushers can get ready. And we are also going to go on a fast. Now, you don't have to, but I want to invite you and encourage you that we're doing a seven-day fast starting next Saturday at 6 p.m. on the 7th of January. At 6 p.m., we're starting a seven-day fast. We're finishing on Saturday the 14th at 6 p.m. Um, if you never fasted before, you might just want to fast meat and sweets like a Daniel fast, you might want to fast one meal a day, two meals a day, or you might want to fast everything, the the whole seven days. That is between you and God. We're not telling you what to do, how to do it. But I want you to um, ask the Holy Spirit to show you so that you will pray and fast during those seven days for your personal breakthrough, for your personal crossing over, for your personal overcoming fear, all of these things that were said said this morning and also for our community so that we as a community together corporately cross over into the promised land that God has given us. Is that cool? Awesome. And I will give some more instructions next Sunday morning in regards to how we can even do things a little bit more together. But Let's just pray. If you, if you feel like you want to commit yourself to this year and receive those things that God has offered us this morning, those encouragements, those challenges even, I want you to put your hand on your heart. 
And I want you to just say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I commit myself to live this year for your glory by faith, believing, receiving, and knowing that you are well able to do whatever you want to do in me and through me in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So get your offerings ready. We're going to give to God. We can give cash. We can give push pay. You know, all these funny ways that we can give to God. Isn't that awesome? And we expect the blessing, actually, because the year of blessing is so that we are blessed to be a blessing. In Jesus' name. I also felt just my mum's there that if you haven't got a personal like perspective of this year and you want some of the leadership to pray with you, why don't you come up while we continue to worship and so I know there'll be a few people here that are thinking, what's this all about? But God knows and we would love to lead you, so why don't you come? Yes, Lord, we just thank you that you showed up today. I wouldn't want to miss this for quits, what you've done this morning, Jesus. So we just thank you, Lord God. And we bless those who aren't here today, Lord God, like Brad and Ben who are on holidays and many others, Lord God, who still celebrate with families, Lord God. We just uplift them to you, Lord God, and bless their holidays, Lord God. Bless their time, Lord God. And as we come back together again slowly during this month, Lord God, we just ask that you get us ready to go on this ride, Lord God. We buckle in. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, be blessed. There's lollies and morning tea at the back. And um, hang around for a little while. Have a coffee, especially if you had a late night. Have a coffee to wake up a bit. But be blessed. Have an awesome week. And we'll see you next Sunday. Give you